York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show here giving you that Nick talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to talk about one of the biggest games of the week because of all of the sub storylines that's happening. The Knicks versus the Cavs. The Knicks just lost to the Bucks. Um, Bucks are the number, for number one defense in the league. And now we are up against Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs. The Cavs have the second best defense in the league. But you know what? We still might have a chance to win, but a lot has to go right. And we are going to talk about it today. So shout out to everybody who is here rocking with the KOT show on this kind of last minute unexpected live to talk about the Knicks versus the Cavs. Let's get into it. Shout out to the viewers in the KOT show. Let's get it. All right. Uh, first and foremost, when it comes to the Knicks versus the Cavs, there are, you already know, there was an epic battle between uh, Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell. And one of the first biggest matchups we have to think about is Mitchell versus Brunson. Because you know what? You don't forget battles like that. You don't forget matchups like what happened to the playoffs between those guys. So I fully expect for Donovan Mitchell to come out swinging. Because he remembers that the Knicks were on the, on the cusp of bringing him into New York. And he also knows that Jalen Brunson is the man who took down his Utah Jazz last season in the playoffs. So I expect there to be some intensity between these two and Donald Mitchell versus Jalen Brunson. However, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson is, is taking more of a team approach. I'm not sure he if he has that same animosity he did win and he's trying to fit in with his new team. So I don't expect Jalen Brunson to come at Donovan Mitchell as hard to begin with, but he's going to pick his spots like Jalen Brunson does. So um, I'm very curious to see how this matchup really unfolds. Before I even get into more details about this matchup in particularly, um, let's just look at the stats for these teams thus far. Um, we have to be on our P's and Q's when it comes to the defense, because as you see as a chart right now, the Cavaliers are ranked seventh in offensive rating versus the Knicks 12th. And that is that is without their all-star guard in Darius Garland. Donovan Mitchell has been dropping big points ever since. He's called to the Cavs, but also we have to watch out for Karis LeVert, who came to that team as a shell of himself, but has picked it up recently and picked the slack for Darius Garland. So we have to definitely watch out for that one-two punch in Karis LeVert and Donovan Mitchell. Defensive rating. Here, here we go. Cavs. 
third in defensive rating so far. The Knicks ninth. Both of those guys have slipped um, from before. This is going to be a test. This is going to be a test. We have been getting by with Jalen Brunson running the offense. I actually feel like Jalen Brunson has a favorable matchup and he, he should be able to do his thing against one-on-one, but it's going to be a team defense thing for Cleveland to stop Jalen Brunson. Um, but uh, when it comes to is it might be a struggle for us to perform on the offensive end. It could be. Um, but I still feel like we have a chance when it comes to the rebounds and things of that nature. But for us, listen, the key to us is going to be can the Knicks hit shots to overcome the defensive rating because thus far we've overcome some obstacles because of our pace we've overcome some obstacles because of our rebounding on the offensive end thank you uh mitchell robinson um but at the same time we we've managed to be pretty high in the offensive rating a game before we played the Cavs, we were top six in offensive rating and that's without three-point shooting that's without good shooting in general straight off of offensive rebounds getting to the paint and pace that's how we've been making our name so this this Cavs team is solid defensively Darius Garland being out, you know, he he's a liability defensively, but Karis LeVert coming into the second, into the first unit kind of gives them another dimension on the defensive end. It makes things a little bit harder for the first unit to score. So you got to look out for that. Also got to look out for Jared Allen playing that center position who, who he doesn't really block shots, but positionally, He's sound. He's very sound. Also have to look out for Dean Wade, who slid into that starting small forward position. Doesn't score a lot, but he, he'll be able to, to uh, contend with R.J. Barrett on the defensive end. So we're going to have to push through and fight to crack this third defensive rating from the, the Cavaliers. And it's possible, but we have to stay blissing. We have to move the ball like we've been doing. But most importantly, guys have to step up and hit shots. Um, points per game, still crazy that we're third in points per game. Like I said before, if we hit shots, we can improve in points. We can actually, we should actually be first in fourth per game if we actually hit threes. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, we, but we have the we had the edge in points per game versus the Caps, but their defense might slow that down. So still, we have to look out for that. Um, rebounds per game, the block nest monster Mitch Robinson is is a uh, offensive uh, rebounding juggernaut. Julius Randle also gives us an edge on that. So I do believe that we will still have the edge today. When it comes to rebounding, even though Mitch might have to fight a little bit, but all in all, looking at these stats, um, the biggest things I'm worried about when I look to this is can we overcome the defense, the team defense of the Cavs? And which brings me to the matchup. And let's, let's talk about the matchups real quick. Before we get into the matchup, shout out to you guys who are here. Uh, impromptu show, shock and T Williams, Murphy Johnson, Darius Cooper. Who are rocking with the KOT show doing our pre 
game matchup of the Knicks versus the Cavs. If you like what I'm talking about so far, you like the KOT show, please hit the like button, subscribe button. We'll be back after the game, breaking down the game, talking Knicks versus Cavs later tonight. Okay. All right. Let, now let's let, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, now let's let's go to the projected starting five. Donovan Mitchell versus Jalen Brunson. I expect this to be a battle. Jalen Brunson one on one or Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell can't hold Jalen Brunson one on one. But matter of fact, none of these guys can really guard each other one on one. You know. But I expect Donovan Mitchell to to score more than Jalen Brunson in this matchup because that's what he's being asked to do. So I expect him to to go for it and score a lot more, break down the defense, but but also look to take it to Jalen Brunson. And for Jalen Brunson, I I'm kind of looking for him to kind of do a lot more driving and kicking and driving and collapsing this game and picking his spots on the offensive game. Jalen Brunson kind of killed him when they matched up with Dallas, but their team had a, a different feel to it. It was more of a five out in Dallas. We don't have the five out here. So I don't expect him to really eat in that mid range as much as he has been in Dallas because we they have uh, guys in Evan Mobley and Jared Allen who can kind of roam and provide help for Donovan Mitchell if he gets beat. I don't think Donovan Mitchell had that high type of high caliber help when he was playing with the Dallas Mavericks. So I don't, so I expect Jalen Brunson to beat Donovan Mitchell off the dribble at certain times to get to a spot, but I also expect him to kind of be dishing a lot. I'm hoping for a high assist game and I'm hoping that guys like Evan Fournier and RJ Barrett can get going on the offensive end and hit shots. But all in all, this is going to be a barn burner. I expect Donovan Mitchell to put up a lot of points when it comes to this matchup. But Donovan Mitchell versus Jalen Brunson. I expect Donovan Mitchell to, to really go off. Um, This matchup, however, is the one I'm most feared about. I'm, I'm most scared of. Karis LeVert versus Evan Fournier. This is one of these matchups where I have to look at Tibbs and go, Tibbs, today, do not tib. I repeat, Tibbs, do not tib. Do not tib it up. At the first sign of trouble, get Evan Fournier out of here and sit his ass on the bench. I do not want to see Evan Fournier guarding Karis LeVert for 30-plus minutes tonight. That would be extremely horrible. This is one of these games where I hope my, I would hope that Cam Reddish would start on Catalyst LeVert. And I know it's not plausible, but I do expect to see Cam Reddish closing the game, especially if the game is close versus Karis LeVert. Because Karis LeVert, guys, um, drop 41 on the Celtics was a big reason why they came back and beat the Celtics when the Cavs played the Celtics. At this point, Karis LeVert is a three-level scorer. We've seen him in Brooklyn, uh, you know, getting to the hole, um, hitting the mid-range. But this year, he's putting up threes on top of that and launching them at a high rate. I think he had a game where he launched seven threes. 
and his quickness and length is going to cause Evan Fournier all types of fits. So I'm really worried about this matchup. I'm extremely worried about this matchup. And I really need Cam Reddish to get into this game early. I need him to be the sub, the first sub in the game. And I know personally, if you guys have watched the show, I've had my my um critiques of Cam Reddish. But this is one of these games where his 6'8 height and his seven foot wingspan is needed. All right. Very, very, very worried about this matchup. I expect to see Cam finish the game. Dean Wade versus RJ Barrett. Dean Wade has been a surprise a little bit for the Cavs because of his defense. He's a 3 and D guy. He, that's all he has to do. He's a 3 D guy and he's pretty mobile. So I don't need uh, RJ to fall asleep in the first half of games like he's been doing on the defensive end. He can hit threes. Don't get lazy on that side of the ball, RJ. Do not get lazy on that side of the ball. And I don't also need him to get a little ISO happy. I need RJ Barrett to hit the open shots and make plays for other people. Evan Mobley has been pretty good defensively for uh, the Cavs. So much so that you notice like I, Isaac uh, Okoro isn't even in the starting lineup. Isaac Okoro is coming off the bench. And the Cavs kind of feel like uh, Evan Mobley can give you something on the offensive end and still not have a huge drop off on the defensive end. And that's why they kind of promoted him. So I do not want to sleep on, uh, on Dean Wade. I don't expect him to really go off on the offensive end. But I expect if RJ falls asleep over helps, he's going to hit some timely threes for them. So you're going to have to kind of be on our P's and Q's and don't over help and stay home on that shooter so he doesn't get hot from three. So that's but RJ Barrett talent wise, I expect him to score a lot more than Dean Wade, but he has to do it correctly. He, he I need him to hit his open shots when it comes to our offensive rating in general. If RJ Barrett hit shots this team is out of here we're already number two I, I could go back to these stats before we already we were we were second in points per game a game ago we're third in points per game now we are second in points per game a game ago and that's with us shooting abysmally from the three-point line you already see right here the Cavs first in three-point percentage they get clean looks and they hit them early and often Knicks 25th guys we have the offense we moving the ball we making the right passes we make those open shots that's these points per game go up tremendously we're making a living going to the hole and getting offensive rebounds guys like rj barrett and julius Randle, i really hope they can start to hit these open shots but rj barrett especially rj barrett especially because he's been colder than all the guys in the starting unit when it comes to shooting. Um, I think he shot like, what, 20% from three last game. Hasn't been shooting well from three this season. And the coach called him out once again. The coach has called him out once again. It's been a, ceremon a ceremonial thing with R.J. Barrett and he slow starts from the three-point line. 
last year, I think the coach, the coach called him out. It might've been towards the halfway mark where he called him out. And the coach said it. He said, when RJ Barrett gets in the gym late at night and shoot those shots, that is when the three-point percentage starts to drop. I mean, starts to starts to rise. We've seen it every year. RJ Barrett, I love you. We need you. We need you to get going. But this is your fourth year. We cannot afford to wait until January to get your shots going. He's supposed to be the face of the franchise, the steadiness of this franchise. Lead by example. Get in that gym. Have that three-point shot start falling. Look for your teammates when you start to drive to the hole and collapse the defense a little bit more. Mix up your game a little bit. We need you to take that next step. Because Jalen Brunson was... if Because, granted, listen. Teams are watching Jalen Brunson cook. The, the fix is in. We've seen the last two games, teams are starting to trap Jalen Brunson more and more. And if teams are going to start to do that, the guys like uh, R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle are going to have to take advantage of the attention that Jalen Brunson is getting and step up on the offensive end. So R.J. Barrett, I need you to hit shots. I need you to make Dean Wade work. And Dean Wade is a defender. I need you to make him pay if he decides to cheat off of you and hit those open threes. This is a perfect time for R.J. Barrett to have a breakout game. R.J. Barrett, I need you to have that breakout game. All right? All right. Next up, we're talking, we talking matchups. We're talk, we talking Evan Mobley versus Julius Randle. Now, this is another matchup that Evan Mobley last season, I feel like kind of gave Randle problems. So this is another matchup where... There's a question mark in my head. Rando has a tendency to want to take over games when there's like a, a power forward matchup. You've seen it with Antetokounmpo. You saw a last game Antetokounmpo. He went one-on-one a little bit too much. And he wasn't able to get it done. Evan Mobley, I feel like he tried to do the same thing. And Evan Mobley kind of gave him some problems on, on that side of the ball. This is the game where I need... Uh, I need Julius Randle to have a level head on the offense of the ball, offensive end of the ball, and keep going with trying to, you know, wait for Jaden to create more opportunities for you and not just create opportunities on your own. If you're going to post up, post up with the with the idea to kick it out and to make plays for other people and not just to go one-on-one for Evan Mobley because Evan Mobley doesn't block shots, doesn't have the fancy defensive stats, but he's still solid uh, defensively and can give it to Julius Randle on the offensive side of the ball as well, averaging 15 points per game so far while Karis Lever and Donovan Mitchell uh, have the lion's share of the offense. So this can go either way for me. I Julius Randle should and can win this matchup on the defense. Um, but this is a toss up for me as well when it comes to Evan Mobley versus Julius Randle. And I see a super chat. Shout out to Murphy Johnson who sends a $10 super chat. Says, is this game we should see more Jericho Sims? Possibly, possibly. Um, I definitely want to see a lot more Jericho Sims last game with the Knicks played 
the the when the Knicks played the Bucks. Um, this game I might not need see as much need for him, but I will say this: if Mitch goes into foul trouble, there is a big drop off when it comes to defense. When it comes from Mitch Robinson to Isaiah Hardenstein, there's a big draft drop off when it comes to that on defensive end of the ball. I was looking at offense defense stats yesterday, and Isaiah Hardenstein's defensive rating, as far as the team goes, um, should be a lot better. It's it, it, it his rating is kind of on par with the starters, which is alarming because. All the bench players have high defensive ratings, and he did not. He did not, which 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 kind of um, it matches up with the eye test for me. It lets me know that his defensive impact hasn't really been felt. So in that regard, I I if, if Mitch gets into foul trouble and I and I feel like he's not giving it on defensive end, maybe we should plug in Sims. But on the offensive side of the ball, he's he's giving us something. So maybe that's what the coach is seeing. But um, this kind of brings me to Jared Allen and Mitchell Robinson. These guys have kind of been uh, compared to each other since Jared Allen's with the Nets. And Jared Allen has grown into his own. He, he can pass a little bit. Um, he can, he's gotten double-doubles every game. And he can offensive rebound. So it's going to be a lot tougher for Mitch to get the offensive rebounds that he usually gets in these games. With Jad Allen, so I expect Mitch to have a, a lot tougher time doing his usual Mitch things, but I know Mitch is going to be up for the for the challenge. And for Mitch, I need him to help on the defensive boards. In general, we do better rebounding. We I know we have quickly he rebounds, we have RJ Barrett who rebounds, and we have Julius Randle who rebounds as well. I expect this one to be to be a uh, uh, juggernauts clashing. I might give the slight uh, edge to Jared Allen in this matchup, but uh, but I think it's not going to be by much. I think Mitch is going to have a, a good bounce back game. He's been in foul trouble the last few games, and I'm hoping he stays out of it. But but for me, part of staying out of foul trouble to me still might be saving Mitch from Evan Fournier, Jalen Brunson point of attack defense. I still think that might be that lineup. That decision to play these starting five big minutes might come into play when it comes to Mitchell Robinson and his foul trouble. We need to preserve him and stop him from having to help off this man every single play. Save Mitch. Save Mitch, Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau, if you're a man of your word, if you're a man of your word and you want to reward players for playing well, uh, please, please, please. I implore you to not play Evan Fournier heavy minutes tonight. This can really hurt us very much. And speaking of playing well off the bench, what what was what, what's get to was get to these bench? Let's get to the projected bench. Uh, shout out to the chat, though. Shout out to T Williams, who asked, "What is the status of Grimes? Grimes is still day to day. He's not playing today. He's not playing today." Um, there's no Darius Garland today as well, and there's no Ricky Rubio. Um, so it's it's Grimes is still on the bench. It, it, they can't see any day to day. I call it month to month at this point. Um, which is why I'm calling for Cam Reddish to draw the assignment uh, on Karis LeVert. 
I I would hope I would love this is the day where I want him to start. I'm not even gonna lie. This is the day I want him to start. I don't even want to play with Karis LeVert getting started and getting high. I don't even want to play with that. Um, but listen, when it comes to the Knicks versus the Cavs, this is unequivocally where the Knicks have the biggest edge when it comes to the bench. Now, with the the Cavs situation. The Cavs don't really have like that 10 man rotation. They're going to stagger their minutes. All right. I, they're not going to be like full bench versus full bench. Like we do. I, I, their bench is going to be sprinkled in with the starting five. And when that happens, that's when the Knicks are going to have to converge and take advantage of our advantage. Um, First of all, we can start with the guard. They have a uh, raw Nito. Nito is a guy who was on the Wizards and he actually kind of gave the Knicks a couple of problems. Solid player, solid player, um, kind of crafty, has trouble finishing um, within the rim, but, uh, you know, can hit that mid range. He can hit the three sometimes, but he's a very sometimes he player and we can bully him if there's bigger guards on him, but we don't have that size. So he, he, he might actually have an okay time playing against our bench because we don't have huge size advantages. You know, we having many quickly Derek Rose and Cam Reddish, but raw Nito is a, is a solid guard. He's solid. Um, he's one of those guys where I don't expect him to go off, but if he does, if he does go off, it's at home, you know, they're feeling themselves at home. He's more likely to do that at home. So I wouldn't totally sleep on him. He's a bench player. And the bench players don't aren't really consistent all the time. So all in all, I do feel like we still have the edge when it comes to Emmanuel Quigley or Derrick Rose with, with Nido. Seti Osman as well is another sometimes player. Another sometimes player who who can't really do too much. The Cavs Nation, they've been talking about whether they should bring him back or not. It hasn't been real a real consensus or whether they should or not. And it's the same guy. He's not really going to cause that much havoc, really. Um, but he's sometimes can get hot, just like a lot of bench players. But he should be easy to contain. When it comes to these guys playing in the starting lineup, I think it'll make a it'll make it a little bit easier for us to kind of help off of those guys and double onto Donovan Mitchell or Karis LeVert if their shot isn't going. You know what I mean? Um also, we have Isaac Okoro, a guy who is all defense. Another guy we can help off of. All we have to do is worry about his defense, really. I can see him being put on RJ in some stints, um, and I can also see him having to guard Cam Reddish. But I feel like the biggest threat, I'm sorry, the biggest threat on this roster is Kevin Love because I don't know, Kevin Love always seems to go off on the Knicks for some reason. So we have to watch out for his defense and his rebounding. But when it comes to the bench versus our bench, I fully expect Obi Toppin to run Kevin Love off, off the gym. But I also expect Kevin Love to get some rebounds. But if the, the bench continues its hot play, I expect our bench to really make up some of the difference and the iffiness when it comes to um, the Cavalier starter versus the Knicks starters. Um, that's just my opinion. And speaking of OB Toppin, OB Toppin has been killing it. OB Toppin averaging over 50% from three. 
Obi Toppin has improved his defense. Um, and at the same time, it's funny. I was looking at numbers about Obi Toppin. I was looking at offensive and defensive ratings on the team. Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin have the best defensive ratings on the team. And when I say on a team, there's other players who are above them, but they're players in like kills and and those guys who don't really have enough minutes to, to quantify to me to say they are the best because they have they've hardly played. They've hardly played. Um, so so today especially, I would like Tom Thibodeau to practice what he preaches. Obi Toppin has improved on the defensive end. Obi Toppin is starting to hit threes. Now it's still very early. When it's early and the short sample size, numbers can be skewed. But from the eye test and the stats kind of show that both have improved. So I would like Obi Toppin to get more time if he's impacting the game and not, not have Tom Thibodeau default to Julius Rand. So I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping if Obi Toppin has another game like he's done the last two games where he's playing defense and hitting threes, I'm hoping Tom Thibodeau actually rewards this man with playing time. Because I am worried, like Raw says, like Raw says, I can see his representation asking him out. If he continues to get better, it's not rewarded for him. I need Tom Thibodeau to practice what he preach, what he preaches. All right. Now, Isaiah Hartenstein. Isaiah Hartenstein. He can provide a little bit more spacing for us for the first unit, but it's a little bit of a drop off when it comes to to defense. So I'm worried this 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 is interesting. I could, we could see Hartenstein get minutes again because of foul trouble because of the Mitch having to cover for for Donovan Mitchell and Karis LeVert um, coming to the lane. But um, we all, I also feel like there's an opportunity to give our, our Knicks a little bit more spacing in the starting unit. Isaiah Hart and C performance can really go either way for me today. It's a really a wait and see. Um, X Factor to me, and I said in the beginning of the program, I'm saying now is Cam Reddish. We need a lot more Cam Reddish today. I want Cam Reddish to be on Karis LeVert, who's been a three-level scorer, been hitting three-point shots, been breaking down a defense, been setting up teammates. Karis LeVert has been playing very well in Darius Garland's absence. So I need Cam Reddish to be a LeVert stopper and keep it simple. Shoot the threes, go to the hole and finish. Um, not really feeling his pull-up mid-range game. He, he tried to pull up mid-range Ranger versus the Bucks. I need him to cut that out and just keep it simple for me right now. Just get good at those two things and play defense. And I think we should be fine. All right. But, um, that's really, yeah, I, I all in all, I'm not going to lie. I expect the Cavs to win, but also at the same time, I do feel like the Knicks have a, a shot to win. I feel like they definitely have more of a shot to win than they did versus the Bucks. But I think it, it depends on the coach's flexibility with the starting unit and the minutes. 
And if RJ Barrett keeps to his coach's plea to actually shoot the shots, to, to actually practice in the gym at night so you get that shooting percentages up, um, I think it should be fine. Also, I also know that Jalen Brunson versus Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is going to get his, but Jalen Brunson should have an easier time playing against Donovan Mitchell one-on-one, but we have to look out for the help defense. Have to look out for the help defense. All right? All right. Shout out to the chat, though. Shout out to Rich Jim. Shout out to Thomas Thomas J Network. Shout out to Joe Long. Uh oh, shout out to Cody Emmanuel. I haven't seen Cody Emmanuel in a minute. Shout out to Cody Emmanuel. Pudge Nice. Shout out to Pudge, man. Shout out to Pudge. Salute to you. And everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Murphy Johnson's can playing playing heavy minutes would be a dream come true. Yeah, it would be. And this might be the game. This might be a game to do it. Shout out to Marvin Smith is also in this show, in the room right now. Um, all right. I want to say Larry Johnson. Yeah, Larry Johnson, the GOAT. Yo, that is that show. Very, very brief preview show. Hope you like it. If you like the show so far, if you like the show at all, hit the like button and subscribe button. Um, I will be back. I'll be back with Lee later tonight. I'm not sure if Roy is joining us tonight or not, but I'm going I'm to call Roy, see if he's, he wants to rock with us tonight. But either way, definitely check in with the KOT shooting the KOT show tonight as we talk Knicks versus Cavs. Um, also, as always, if you if you click the link at the top, shout out to FUBU TV, Nick of Time Show, and FUBU TV are working together. If you do want to watch Nick's games for free for seven days, um, all you gotta do is click that link that's pinned to the top, and you can watch FUBU TV and MSG for free for seven days. FUBU TV is not, doesn't just have MSG, but it has, also has other cable networks. And the, the thing is, once that free trial runs out, if you decide to keep FUBU TV and actually purchase it, um, you help us out as well. We get a, 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 a cut of that purchase um, and you're going to watch the Knicks. So shout out to FUBU TV. Um, for being our affiliate and yeah, man, I'm gonna see you a little bit tonight, a little later tonight after the game. All right. But that is our show. Shout out to rich Jim too. Whatever else is rocking with the KOT show. And yep. As always. Shout out the worldwide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks, YouTube and Twitter streets. All right. That is our show. I'm out of here. Peace family. New York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams.